0: Hello, you're listening to Underscore, a podcast by the Chicago Graphic Design Club, dedicated to bring you conversations with Chicago's creative leaders. On this podcast, we'll explore the craft, theory, and practice of graphic design, plus discuss bold ideas that push the boundaries of what's possible and ways in which we can create a more thoughtful and inclusive community. To learn more about us, visit our website at www.chicagographicdesign.club or find us on social media. Special thanks to the Chicago band 80 Slang for our theme music. Hey everyone, it's Christian and john hey
1: everyone great to see everyone again
0: and we're doing this episode unscripted this is our special three-year anniversary episode the chicago graphic design club has been around for almost three years our anniversary is going to be may 6th so we wanted to record a special episode where john and i talk about the last three years and also Last week, it was our, so we're recording this on April 30th, it's a Sunday, and this episode will be released tomorrow, May 1st. This past week, it was our one-year anniversary of our podcast, Underscore, so a lot of milestones, I think, for us. And as we were prepping for this episode, we decided to just not prep for it at all, so this is this is what you get. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, whether that was a creative theme or a creative constraint, um, maybe it's sometimes over the same things. It's early, and my voice is uh, allergies. Good times. Gotta love spring. So what's up, John? How's it going? Oh, it's going great, man. So so awesome that it's spring, and that it is at least. I don't know, 40 degrees outside. Um, yeah. Yeah. Life is good. I'm I can't believe that it's been a year of podcasting.
0: Yeah, it went by so quick. It sometimes I wonder if if just doing these things make time go by faster because there's always like a upcoming thing to like look forward to and it I feel like it shortens the span of time in my mind. Yesterday, yesterday Saturday we recorded our 27th episode so and then plus our new uh series uh Sundays with Korea. we've done we've recorded about four of those so it's been about yeah like 30 or so episodes which
1: is exciting it is it's it's very interesting in ways that I think a lot of creative people are moving towards as a way of yeah, just expanding what they're, what they're interested in. I see a lot of people applying a lot of their skills and overlapping them and creating these sort of richer, more immersive sort of experiences as opposed to a poster, you know?
0: Yeah. And you just launched your podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about it?
1: Sure, sure. It's called Infinite Search, um, Conversations of the Humankind. And it is me going in conversation with friends I've met along the way in a journey over a few decades of my life. Um, as a creative, as a person that has had a pretty interesting, I think, uh, pathway into the creative industry, not going through design school or any of that world. I I really love how I, hearing how other people make meaning in life. And so that was sort of this inspiration for this project. It, the original inspiration came about actually in 2016, uh, in the fall, uh, the day after the presidential election and I really just had this realization to myself that people weren't cooperating with each other and we weren't listening and we weren't hearing each other. And it's just been this thing that's been in the back of my head that we need to build in conversations with each other about how we make meaning together as opposed to how we make meaning individually as an individualist culture. I think that some things around that that I'm really curious about exploring. So yeah, infinite search. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. And where could people find it? It's on all the podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google, all at once. So, and you can find it on Instagram at infinite.search. And given that
0: this is a graphic design podcast, could you talk? I feel like I'm interviewing you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm defaulting to... uh... (laughs) Hi, my <laughs>
1: this is the underscore podcast this is episode 29 of season two
0: <laughs> i can't i can't have normal conversations anymore with people
1: <laughs> maybe that's a good thing though
0: I just start interviewing them um just kidding um no but i wanted to ask a little bit about the branding behind the infinite search because sure. i i I, lo- I love the visuals and and yeah, yeah
1: absolutely um A lot of it is tied to a sort of brand language that is my own personal uh, design consultancy brand language. If you'll see some of the typography, it's set in GT Sectra as some of the headline and and primary headline communications. And so a lot of the typographic voice is centered around things that are going back further into my studio practice with Soundwork and um, where I was starting things off in 2020 when I really started pushing into the artistic world. And then on the graphic side, I have this idea that maybe we're all interconnected. We're all beings of light of some sort, not to get too uh, metaphysical in that space, um, but maybe there is some conversation around this idea that we're all just points of light. And so there's this graphic language where it's a gradient structure that is in constant movement. And these, this palette that I constructed is a more soft pastel color palette because I have this belief that... Uh, the the visual language that we put out into the world reflects and comes back to us. And so this softer idea about how we visually communicate things is really important to me. And so whether it's the way I construct a color palette or the way I think about iconography for a brand, I do think that uh, some softer language is necessary to create space for alternate types of dialogue to happen that aren't so conflicting.
0: Yeah, I like that. Well, I'm very excited about it. Um, I love the intro and and uh, yeah, I can't I can't wait to listen. I actually I don't listen to too many podcasts, but that's what I'm looking forward to listening to.
1: So I really that it definitely means a lot to me. You also have a newsletter, and it's been really impressive to see that not just with the Design Club what you're doing, but also all the other projects and the sort of heart centeredness that I think I see in the work that you do. It's very much about community and building not just yourself but the people around you yeah thank you i appreciate it so let's talk
0: about these last three years you and i we met on instagram through a hashtag that was posted on the behalf of the design club um how'd you learn about us like what yeah because because you've been you've been around since 2020 like i remember you I remember you and I speaking in 2020 so you've you've witnessed like the evolution of everything that we've been doing so what has it been like
1: it's been really inspiring it has been a lot of work it's been really rewarding to find other people who are interested in building a community there's so many of us out there and I was thinking about this a few days ago as i was prepping and thinking about this podcast that uh, how incredibly grateful i am to have had some random hashtag introduce us to each other because i have seen the design community go from and i think this is a cyclical thing that all organizations and industries and communities go through where there's ups and downs Um, But I've been around for a little over a decade in the Chicago creative community and, you know, there's ups and downs, right? And so I've gotten to witness some of that and I feel like I've had a a first person seat or I've gotten to witness someone who is really trying to bring that, that journey back up. And so it's been really cool to see all the different programming come about. It's really difficult to get some of that stuff out and it's really rewarding when it happens. You know, go from a book club in during a pandemic when a lot of people are traumatized when everybody is traumatized and just trying to cope into I think a, a, an organization that really seems to be flourishing not just with online programming but in person stuff you know, for me it really culminates with a few weeks ago we had the first exhibition for the design club Chicago's Tomorrow Today which I suspect will become an annual event.
0: Yeah. Which reminds me, I have to <clears throat> um, see if the we paste, like the posters that we put up are still there. It reminds me, I need to go pick up my piece of art. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got to I, I I mean, I, I took mine home, but I, I'm picking up someone else's. And yeah, <laughs> thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then, so you're, you, so you've, you've been, you've been involved with, with the club internally for, for a long time now. And, um, unfortunately other, other team members couldn't make it today. Um, but we also, I, I also, I mean, I think a big part of like our success or our impact is, is the, the team that we have and yeah. I think the people that we have on board are people that are, um, they are like committed and that are willing to like step up and and do the things that they want to do so uh I just want to give a shout out to um Cheryl who's been great um she's also been here since day one (laughs) my voice (laughs) (laughs) very raspy um getting emotional over this no uh so Cheryl, uh Patrick has been here for for a very long time. Um, you, and then most recently, we have Galena, Hamid, and um also Mariana. so i I like our I like our team, and I think when you have when you have a a nice team of people that are sort of all have the same vision or that share a vision, but perhaps in a different way, different ways. I don't know. It's anything is possible. Like you could do, you could do so much. So that's been, for me, that's been one of the most like humbling experiences in my career in my professional life is being able to, yeah, just have a have, be, have a team that is committed to these things that are like outside of our jobs that pay us, you know, like we make the club, doesn't make any money sometimes we'll make a couple hundred bucks here and there but it's it's all passion
1: you know yeah I I think about the things that people do in their lives or at least for me the things I do in my life and the labor that I put into things and the the things that are quote-unquote labors of love at the end of my life are going to be the things that I'll remember mhm care about
0: yeah and that and i think that's what we that's what the 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 word the legacy at least how i interpret legacy like what is what is a legacy and like how do you leave a legacy or how do you begin a legacy and and in chicago there's so many legacies and so much so much to look back on with fondness and and uh, the Bauhaus being an example of that. Our podcast about Corita Kent's being an example of that. Um, and these are things that we're talking about today that are gone in the, maybe like the physical sense, but they continue to exist. I, I, I try to not be overly certain about anything what is the next what do the next three years look like the next six years I don't know those questions are what what those questions are the questions that I think can be answered but
1: are exciting when you think about when you say legacy it makes me think about an elder or an ancestor or those sorts of worlds the the people who come before us to as creatives or as just human beings are we're still connected to them you know the the new Bauhaus, I make jokes about it being the new new Bauhaus, because I actually believe it. I think that we're here to create those things and to invent the future today
0: so in the so in the last three years or so, um, have you noticed that our community has shifted the way that you approach your work? or or outlook on life
1: (laughs) so profoundly very much in 2020 we met in 2020 a lot of things happened in 2020 i quit a job in 2020 i started an artistic studio so a lot of things happened in 2020 but since then building a community that is creatively minded but also values driven has had a huge difference in how i wake up every day i quit a job uh, another job recently and and started my own thing because i look at my labors of love as being my primary jobs and that if i i just have to continuously align my daily life with the things i'm truly invested in as a human being and having examples like the design club has, has been inspiring even on a more like concrete example Recently, there was a lecture um, with Civilization, it was an online lecture with the uh, design firm Civilization, and just watching their process of how they went about going from zero to where they are now, and getting a little bit more into the nuts and bolts of how that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, a quote-unquote values-driven sort of design um, project or organization that was another, like, light bulb in my head where I was, oh, okay that's another light that I can hold forward and walk towards. Yeah. And that's, that's been a huge, um,
0: that's something that I always try to be very mindful of in regards to our programming programming. And it's always finding, finding speakers and in, in like books and things that are, that are grounded in something much bigger than, know the work itself you know like I think when it comes to graphic design like we could sit here and talk about typography and talk about letter spacing and color theory and all that and I and I love those conversations and, and and we have those conversations but it's also like how can we look at our practice within the context of something like bigger so like for for instance right now the book club that or the book that we're reading for a book club is Ways of Being by James Brittle. And and in the book, he's not talking about graphic design. He's like I was reading it this morning and he's talking about the intelligence of octopus, like an an octopus and how uh like theory of mind, and he's talking about experiments that they did on like primates where they had them look at the reflection in the mirror and like to determine how intelligent like so so we're thinking so we're having these conversations about like these big ideas but i think these big ideas are so intervo- interwoven with the work that we do and i think as a designer as a graphic designer when we have that um the that that context and 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 that those various like modes of perception in my opinion, it just enriches the work that we're doing because the work that we're doing is no longer the singular thing, but it's now something that is part of everything. And you could have two projects that almost look, well, you could have two projects that look identical, but one project took into consideration the bigger picture and the other one didn't. And I think intuitively as like an audience, we we, I like to believe that will resonate the most with the one that has more of that, uh, more of that depth, and I think that's yeah that's something I always think about, and that's I don't know like that civilization talk like I, I love the fact that Michael was talking about things outside of graphic design and he was bringing that into his practice
1: you know I keep coming back to the idea of having more of a industry contract with ourselves. Similar to like the medical profession or law profession about ethics and standards.
0: Yeah. I mean, kind of like the first things first manifesto. So I think there's been like three versions of that, or maybe two. But but then again, it's like, does that make a difference? I mean, I'm sure
1: it does, but I don't know. Do we just stop doing design altogether?
0: That's what, yeah, we just, this is, this is our announcement. <laughs> We're, We're shutting down. the design
1: club. <laughs> Graphic Anti-Design Club. It's good.
0: <laughs> the last episode. Uh, no, just kidding. But yeah, I like the idea of, of doing
1: some, some accountability contract towards each other of. On my art side, uh, People have been, you know, everyone talks about NFTs on that space. So one of the things I find really interesting about it is the ability to write in your own sort of contract to the work that you make, and how that retains value, and in what way you consider value in other ways that aren't just capital based. And you're talking about in terms of like NFT, like being able to write. Yep. So even for example getting away from the idea that you're going to create this really trendy um, square image that's called an NFT, but I look at it more as I'm creating a digital contract for somebody.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: a non-functional token, but at the essence of that is that we're agreeing in a certain way to exchange value that we've constructed in a certain way between each other. And I love the idea that the ability to cr- define that value is now decentralized and And it's no longer just determined on the market of capital. I find that really interesting. And so I can write in ways about nonviolent communication or ways of being around around humans and plants. and you know, I think that there's opportunity in those sorts of ideas,
0: yeah. I mean, i I, I always so I've I have a friend and and he's really into. NFT space and when how he, he he's described NFTs in a very similar way to you. And like, I always, what I struggle with understanding is what makes the NFT having the contract embedded within the NFT any different than me selling you uh, a watch that has a serial number on it and then giving you a certification of authenticity as a PDF?
1: Yeah, they're very similar. I don't know. To me, it's
0: like, why do, why does it need to be an NFT? Why can't it just be like a contract?
1: That's the defining feature for the NFT for me though, is that it's considered along this blockchain that's no longer yeah viable to the extent that if you do modify it, it breaks the whole thing down.
0: Yeah, I can see that. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I know the NFT space isn't doing really well right now. And I heard that it won't be for another few years until it sort of, goes through another phase of
1: bubbles out yeah i think yeah it reminds me of like the dot-com era in 99 2000 where everyone pitched up pets.com and then it blew up and then you still have organizations that run off of the internet
0: so let's see what else uh we got some responses we we posted a poll on instagram and we asked people to tell us what their favorite moments of The last three years have been um got a few responses. Someone said everything. Um love you. Finding my tribute, my my tribe, finding my tribe, friendships, confidence, and our Discord
1: community. Discord is huge. It has blown up. Thank you, Cheryl, for doing such an amazing job, and everyone else that's doing awesome work. I know that Cheryl's had a huge hand in that. And every time I jump into that thing, I'm pleasantly overwhelmed by it.
0: It's, well, yeah, Cheryl's not here with us right now, but I do want to give her, yeah, extend that shout out because Cheryl has been, I remember that she was always very active in our Discord community. And I sent her a message and I'm like, hey, do you want to like make it official, like what you're already doing? <laughs> uh, and yeah, she's just so great at, great at like driving um engagements (laughs) i can't believe i said
1: that you love that word don't you
0: driving engagements um yeah she so she's awesome so cheryl if you're listening uh thank you so much you certainly play a huge role in in our uh yeah in everything that we do so thank you cheryl But I like the, uh, uh, so they said, finding my tribe, friendships, confidence, and discord. And I wanna highlight confidence because I think confidence is really, really important in in the work that we do. And confidence is the thing that will take you, it'll take you places, you know? You could be as talented as you want, And with that confidence, like you're able to broadcast your your talents so far. And on the other side of the spectrum, you could have no confidence. And perhaps it's, you know, like things just
1: become a little bit more difficult, in my opinion. Or even if you feel like you have no talent because sometimes that way, if you just have the confidence, it'll take you places.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes like, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you you see you see people that Maybe their, their craft isn't, isn't quite there yet or, or whatever, but they're really, really confident and that confidence, you know, really like just does wonders for them.
1: Cause they have the belief that they're going to figure it out.
0: Yeah. So yeah. that's, that that's something that I think the last, the last three years I've, I've, I'm getting better at is like the confidence piece of this. And I would say that's been one of my biggest takeaways of of this club is having, yeah, just being a little bit more confident in myself. Doing these podcasts now feel like a little bit easier. I know the first couple of ones that we did, I don't like to listen to them. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the one with with you, uh, we did one together, things like episode two. and I did the episode one with Patrick so so yeah so it's it helps me in that way the one the one area of confidence that I do want to grow in is just the public speaking part when we do our our live at like our in-person events I think I I need to you know level up my game right there
1: it's all fun and games until you look up and there's 150 people staring at you
0: I know. It's like, I want to be in my, I want to be here by myself with my microphone.
1: (laughs) Wait, I I walked through this a few times and it's really good. I sounded great when I said this earlier.
0: What happened? So, but yeah, confidence is is important. And I always, I always talk about how my martial arts school, they say, we're not in the business of martial arts. We're in the business of building confidence. Mm -hmm. And I love that. I think about that all the time. So I hope that for other people that are part of our community and that participates, that they also feel like they're, you know, getting a boost of confidence and, and, uh, yeah. And essentially it's just about finding your voice. Um, another response was exposure to awesome Chicago designers. I love that because I certainly have been introduced to so many people that perhaps in the past I knew from a distance, but now I have their phone number and I feel like we're friends, you know? And I think not only being, not only making friends with people that I've looked up to, but also learning about designers that I knew, but knowing more about them. And I think that's always been that's always been really awesome. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that.
1: I, I feel similarly, that's all just the, the sharing of story behind how and why people do things that you don't see a lot in standard media because mm-hmm. things are moving so fast that it's hard to dig deep and take time and space for making those stories um, come to life. Yeah.
0: And, and I mean, what we're essentially doing is we're, all of our programming is, we're documenting it and we're building an archive of things. Mm. And it's pretty awesome, you know?
1: I look forward to seeing a, a 40 year archive.
0: 40 year, yeah. That would be will be exciting. So, and then someone else said, it's welcoming in a friendly environment, which allows designers to have a chance to explore Chicago's design scene
1: and play a significant role in it. That's when it's important to me the last part the the ability to participate and seeing a community um, run itself that's super special to me. I want to
0: I want to give a shout out to Galina who is part of the club and and she she the way that she got involved and I hope Galena, you don't mind me telling the story um but she reached out and she expressed interest in getting involved because she saw what we were doing and she wanted to help drive our mission and play a role in it. And at her last event, I mean she's she's done a handful of things with the club. And her at her last event, like she played a significant role in 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 the event, in a significant event that. It was our first time doing. So I always love to see that as like that the enthusiasm coming from people and them extending themselves to, to help. Confidence. Yeah, confidence. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to add?
1: Yeah. I think the real moment that I am in love with from the design club this last year was just prepping for installing the repacing. We had no clue how to do it. Yeah. There was something very important about that fact to me, that we were coming together as a design club to learn about design so that we could go do design. Yeah. So that it could be a cyclical thing. And I was just having that kind of moment where I was thinking about practice and people's practices and that idea of, being in constant play and preaching those sorts of ideas a lot and then seeing a moment where it was in action within a community space and just started tearing up in my own kitchen while I was making glue like Walter White um, (laughs) with with flour and water and salt um, and fully clothed though. and it was a really special moment so
0: yeah it's it's nice reflecting on it now because like when I was in it, it was, yeah, it was a lot of work. But looking back now, I think of of you at your house and you're like emailing me files and I'm like downstairs printing them and then I'm like putting them, tiling them up on my floor and then taking a photo, sending it to you, making edits and like just going back and forth. Yeah, um, yeah that was really fun. And I think those are the those are the memories that I'm like the most fond, fond of. Well, um, I guess that that's it. I I just want to mention to just want to say to the listener that thank you all so much for supporting us and for sticking around. If you've been here since day one, thank you. And if you're new to the club, I look forward to connecting with you and I look forward to seeing you at our events. And like John was mentioning, join our discord. If you're not on discord, our discord is pretty great. And a nice opportunity to connect with each other, outside of us doing events. So yes, it's like our hotline, our uh, designer hotline. <laughs> Someone will respond to you at any moment in the day.
1: I am determined to set up a design hotline. A hotline, <laughs> a hot takes on design.
0: Well, and thank you, John, for um
1: for popping on this morning. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been a great. Few minutes. It's been a great few years. All right. So we'll talk soon. Thank you, everyone.